0: Welcome to It's Your Community with Vanessa Denha, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR.
1: Good morning everyone, welcome to It's Your Community. Vanessa Denha Garmo here on Mackinac Island for the annual policy conference put on by the Detroit Regional Chamber. We're inside the Grand Hotel catching up with Bill Wild, who is now the President and CEO of the Midwest Independent Retailers Association. Here on Mackinac Island, Bill, so you're wearing a different hat for the first time here on this at this conference, but you've been to this conference many times.
2: Yeah, boy, I was trying to think this morning how many years I've been coming up here. It's probably at least uh, about 14 or 15, and and every year's a little bit different, and of course, this year, wearing a new hat, um, it's given me an opportunity to, to meet a lot of the same people and, and tr- transition from uh, the public sector to the private sector, and making a lot of those uh keeping those strong connections going and meeting a lot of new people as well
1: so today's show we're really focusing on networking and collaboration why is that so important the roles that the role that you play today as the president ceo of mira and collaborating with other people
2: well it's it all comes down to relationships no matter if it's life or business and up here you know, this is a great place to, to network with people. You, you see all the different people that that you uh, that are the movers and shakers in Michigan. Uh, you get them under one roof for a couple days. It, it could take you, uh, you know, all year long to have as many meetings as you can have here in a 48-hour period. So, but, but it's important, no matter the size of your organization, nobody's big enough to do it on their own. It all comes down to relationships and I think that that's what's made this event so successful over the years.
1: So when you come to the events like this, whether you're coming as the mayor of Westland or today the president and CEO of MIRA, do you come up with a strategy of who you want to see, what you want to do, or you kind of just like play it by ear and go with the flow type of thing?
2: Well, I think you, you fall back to experience and what what's worked for you in the past, but um, like everybody else, I, I take a look at the attendees. And uh, this year I downloaded the app for the first time on my phone. And uh, as I was riding over on the, the ferry, I was looking at all the, the different attendees. And um, this, this one was a little bit different. I didn't prearrange a lot of meetings, but I definitely circled a lot of people I wanted to talk to. And um, I'm working my way through that list. And today's only the first day.
1: And then, um, you know, also here, not only are you kind of like the movers and shakers or rubbing elbows so to speak but you also have a very big media presence here uh, in the past you've come up with specific messages um, do you also come up with messages or thoughts that you could share with the media just in case those opportunities arise too, to share what you're doing
2: yeah you know part of my role as CEO now is that we have to create <laughs> or craft a narrative you when know, so we do talk with the media, because uh, it's, it's hard to get earned media today. So it's hard to get the media's attention. So um, I'm kind of falling back on some of those relationships I had, but but now talking through the voice of the independent retailers, you know, in the, the food, beverage, and petroleum uh, world. And, and right now, on Mackinac, there's two areas that that are kind of you know, there's a lot of talk on the island uh, this week about. EVs and and with uh, Mira's membership in the petroleum world, you know it's a great opportunity for us. You know, and also with our grocers, there's a lot of talk about food deserts, and that's something that we're going to be very active in. So, you know, two out of our three sectors are are pretty much, you know, in conversation here. So, um, I've said in the past before is that if you're not at the table, you're on the menu, and and today we're at the table.
1: You know, and you have um, such a great background. In what you do in the public-private sector—you, you are a businessman. You worked in government as a mayor, and now you work in an association that has a lot of public-private uh, entities or relationships. Can you tell us the strength of that background? You know, you understanding government and you understanding business today. It's really a, a really a public-private partnership.
2: YOU KNOW, IT'S BEEN VERY HELPFUL. Uh, you know, MOST OF OUR RETAILERS ARE LOCATED IN COMMUNITIES, AND WITH MY EXPERIENCE AS MAYOR AND, and SERVING ON THE CITY COUNCIL, I UNDERSTAND uh, HOW COMMUNITIES WORK AND HOW LOCAL GOVERNMENT WORKS. AND A LOT OF THE ISSUES THAT OUR RETAILERS FACE, THEY'RE NOT WITH THE FEDERAL GOVERNMENT. Um, THEY'RE ACTUALLY WITH THEIR, with their LOCAL municipalities. Yeah. SO, um, WITH MY BACKGROUND, I'm, I'M ABLE TO CALL ON SOME, YOU KNOW, RELATIONSHIPS, BUT ALSO DRAW ON SOME EXPERIENCES and. Um, you know, crime is another issue with our retailers that with my background you know, running, uh, overseeing one of the, the largest public safety agencies in southeast Michigan, I have a good understanding how police departments work and how the relationship of businesses, if they work with their police departments, how it can make a, you know, a tangible difference. And uh, so that's something we do a lot of work on as well.
1: So um, another question real quick, and I'll ask you any last words you want to share, but for somebody coming up here for the first time, whether they're going into the private sector or trying to build a business, maybe run for office, what advice would you have for them?
2: Well, you got it. First of all, you have to like being around people because everybody's uh, up here together. You'll see the same people 20 times in one day. and. But you have to really be outgoing because this is the type of place that you just have to walk up to people and say hi. and, and um, you know, So you have to be outgoing. Um, it's something I have to work on a little bit because I've always been a little bit introverted. But yeah. um, with this crowd, you just have to walk up. And what I love is that a place like this, you can walk up and, and have a conversation with Debbie Stabenow and Mike Duggan. Uh, any of the, the big you know, the big folks in uh, the philanthropic world the nonprofits you know Bill Ford's going to be talking here tomorrow those type of people on the front porch you can walk up and start a conversation with any of them Great. Right.
1: anything else you want to share with our listeners here
2: uh, if you haven't attended the the, the the Mackinac policy conference you need to I know it's a little bit pricey but there's ways that you can uh, you can get creative to keep your costs down but uh, certainly if you're in business, education, government, uh, or nonprofits. You need to be here because uh, if you're not, you're really missing out on a lot of cutting-edge things, a lot of innovative discussions and all the thought and policy leaders are all under one roof. Yeah. You got to be here
1: and actually attend the conference, not just come to the island.
2: <laughs> yeah. You have really to attend. attend.
1: Yeah, have to I mean, to there's attend. certainly
2: going to be a lot of uh, fun down in the Yeah. In yeah. downtown uh, later tonight, but you got to be here cuz the real business happens here at yeah. the Grand Hotel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're talking with Bill Wilde here. Any uh, web, Any information you want to give out for people who want to reach and learn about Mira? You want to give out the website?
2: Yeah, so if you'd like to learn more about what we do at the Midwest Independent Retailers, uh, you can just take a look at our website at Mira.org. You can follow us. I'm sorry, it's MiraMW.org. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, we're really starting to build up our social media. So take a look at it and uh, like our stuff, and uh, we'll follow you back.
1: Yeah, and they're also on Instagram. Thanks, Bill Weil. Thanks, Vanessa. So we're continuing our conversation here on Mackinac Island at the Detroit Regional Chamber Policy Conference. and. Joining me now are uh, two leaders of two different chambers uh, with us today. Uh, Stacy, is it Sirko? Zierko? Zierko. is joining us. She's the president and CEO of the Sterling Heights Regional Chamber of Commerce and my dear friend, longtime friend, Dan West. We've known him. We go way, way back as reporters. Dan West and I, in fact, at WJR days, believe it or not. Yes is the president and CEO of the Livonia Chamber of Commerce. And, you know, this is all about the importance of connecting, communicating, and collaborating with the community. And that's what we're doing here, right? This is what the conference is all about. But you guys have actually are collaborating here on the island. So let's start with you, uh, Dan. How did this even come to
0: be? Well, stacey has been in the chamber world for about four years now, and we have similar sized communities, a lot of similar things. And in the chamber world, we, we get connected, network, and the more we got to know each other, the more we realize we could benefit from partnering with each other. So, uh, tonight, for a second year, Sterling Heights Chamber, Livonia Chamber, uh, WWJ Radio, and Lawrence Tech University are hosting a party at uh, Horns tonight. And the whole purpose is to kind of bring East versus West, Western Wayne, and Macomb County. Sometimes we act like they're worlds apart even though we're in the same metropolitan area. Yeah. <laughs> so once you get our communities together, and this is why Stacey and I have so much in common to talk about, a lot of the issues in both regions are, are common, yeah. you know, good businesses, good schools, uh, good public safety, good governance, uh, good ideas. And so, uh, you know, sometimes from another community you'll pick up something you didn't pick up in your own.
1: That makes sense. And so Stacy, how was it helpful to you as you were transitioning into this role to meet somebody like Dan West who's been doing this for a while and collaborating with him?
0: You
3: know, our when you talk first about our teams, our teams are very similar in size, but my team was new. This was a bunch of people that had never worked for a chamber, including myself, right? So post pandemic, you come out of a haze, and you've got a full team, we, you know,
0: we're,
3: we're going down a path. And so our team was able to sit down with Dan's. They've done brainstorming. We've taken bits and pieces of what the other one does. Um, He's a great membership guide, right, that mm-hmm. we handed out. That was the first thing my team said when we got back to the office after our first meeting was, we want this. Yeah. So it gave us a perspective to see outside of our bubble, right? Yeah. You know, everybody needs to look outside of their bubble and their comfort zone. And Dan's team allowed us to do that. And then we all, hopefully as like newbies allowed him to, you know, fr- like liven things up too when he needed to.
1: Yeah. So Dan, doing this collaborative effort with Sterling Heights for the second year on the row, what has been the kind of the fruits of that collaboration? What did you see come out of that?
0: Well, last year, you know, Stacy recruited Macomb County Hard. I recruited Western Wayne County Hard. When you walk in the room, there's people you're gonna know. The thing about this time, there's a lot of people here. You can walk into a bar and not know a soul. It's much easier. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> there's a, at our party, you're guaranteed yes. to run into somebody you know, and that makes it easier. You meet somebody, you see a Laura Reiners, and like, hey, I know Laura, and then as the day goes on, yeah. you go and interact with other people, and you start introducing yourself to others. And um, just a lot of people, I mean, we we got some sponsorships out of it last year because some people we don't typically get access to came to our event. Yeah. So from that perspective, it gave us some uh, really unique opportunities.
1: What did you think of it, Stacey? Last year of doing it first time?
3: We were pretty, it was a pretty laid back event. And Dan and I were just hoping that people would show up. I think last year it was like, all right, are we going to have people here? And then people really showed up. And then it was, you know, this person knew that person from somewhere else. And then we watched connections form. We watched people just outside of talking to each other or people they hadn't talked to in a while. And, you know, I think that it just shows that if you work together, you can do more Yeah. Um, instead of trying to do it all on your own. And I think Dan and I like to show that, that by working together, look what we've been able to accomplish in just two years.
1: Yeah, collaboration is key. And we're big proponents here in each community, kind yeah. of supporting that and promoting collaboration. And you mentioned Laura Reiner. She'll be joining us in a second from GrowthWorks as well. But uh, before we move on to her, I want what tips do you have for people listening who've never been to this conference or a big networking event such as this, what would you say to them about whether they're building a business or wanting to go into politics or whatever they may be doing, You know, what tips do you have for taking on such a conference like this?
3: I think the biggest thing that I noticed from the very first time I walked through the doors is that everyone here is accessible, yeah. right? That people are willing to talk to you no matter their title or your title. You're all here for the same purpose. And you know people are willing to have these 5 minute conversations on the porch over coffee. You never quite know who you're talking to as you're filling up your coffee cup that morning and it may be the CEO of a major company. It may be somebody doing a startup that you might, you know, be able to help. But it's like people are so accessible if you're open enough just to, you know, look around and talk to everyone.
0: Great. The key thing is don't come here expecting to make a big business deal in the 3 days that you're here. Come here meet people, get to know them get acquainted with them like anything else, make your connection with them. And then in the future, if you do need them for something, whether it be a political figure, a sponsor, a company, a nonprofit, then there's a better chance to return your email, to return your phone call because you had made that connection. And really you're planting the seeds for relationships with a lot of organizations at one place right here.
1: And the environment is so friendly. I mean, even though we're all quote unquote working because we are, but you're working with less stress. You know what Absolutely. I mean? No one's interrupting. No one's coming to the office. Your phone's not no blowing phone's not up now. and it's beautiful, mm-hmm. sunny weather <laughs> On a gorgeous island, you it's a, know? It's a
3: good point. It's yeah. work, but it's not. And yeah. I think that, you know, again, it, there's a, there's this relaxed atmosphere of really wanting to see the betterment for everybody.
0: Yeah. Great. And well, additionally, just there's a very positive vibe throughout yes. everybody. Everybody here is yes. in a general good mood. They're smiling. They want to meet people. They want to solve problems. They want to, they want to make here. things. They want to make things yeah. better in their community and their state.
1: Well, Dan and Stacy, thank you so much and, and uh, continued the hard work you're both doing in the Livonia Chamber and the Sterling Heights Chamber. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Joining us next, we're going to be talking with Laura Reiners from GrowthWorks. We're continuing our conversation here on Mackinac Island at the Detroit Regional Chamber of Commerce Annual Policy Conference and catching up with Laura Reiners from GrowthWorks. Laura, you know, have you been to this conference before or is this your first time or?
4: You know, Vanessa, this is my first time attending the conference. Last year I had the privilege to come up and um, some of our, our partners were nice enough to take some meetings with us and I got to run into a lot of people, but really attending the conference is a very unique opportunity and I'm grateful that GrowthWorks sees this as a valuable asset to our organization.
1: What have you gotten out of it so far? You know, what, what is your perspective on coming to this conference?
4: It's a little bit overwhelming walking into it, uh, first time a conference attender, um, but I really cannot say enough positive things about it. I mean, it really just is a positive vibe. It's a beautiful environment up here on Mackinac Island, and people really do want to engage with each other. I think that it it really is just a unique environment. People are out of their day-to-day world, and they want to connect in new ways, and I think that's exactly what the conference is intended to do, bring people together from across the state of Michigan and develop new opportunities. Yeah.
1: You could hear that all in the background. (laughs) we are on the porch so try to visualize i know we're radio but we're on this gorgeous porch the biggest porch in the world here at the grand hotel and people are on all little sex kind of having their own little private conversations. so you kind of set this tone laura that people are really collaborating they're networking they're communicating they may be cutting deals or talking about future plans or how to work together what is your thought on the importance of collaborating
4: I think that so many great things come out of collaboration. I mean, that's my entire job as the Community Relations Director at GrowthWorks. I am responsible for working with all of our community partners, the stakeholders, the organization that GrowthWorks, that our work is truly dependent on. And being able to come up to a place like Mackinac Island where the conference is, where a lot of our local leaders are at, and being able to see them outside of our day-to-day important and just reminding them of the importance of the work that we're doing. I think that's exactly what's being replicated by everybody else up here. It just it's. It's a different environment, but the work gets done in a very unique way and those those relationships are really enhanced and people people build those bonds that then they can take back to their day-to-day work and that can further the, the growth and the development for all of the communities and the good work that we're trying to do.
1: So when you come up to a conference like this, now that you have an idea of what it is, did you come up with some kind of a strategy or will you come up next year with a specific strategy and how to connect with people or collaborate or?
4: You know, it's interesting because as much as you kind of have a strategy in mind, it's one of those things you have the strategy so you can throw it out the window as soon as uh, yeah, something yeah, doesn't yeah. go according to plan. But yeah. I'd say the biggest strategy that I had is just some of the key partners that I have worked with in Western Wayne County, some of the relationships that I had prior to coming up here. And those great supporters that have been in GrowthWorks corner and my corner, they have helped Helped connect me with other individuals, um, organizations through other local governments that GrowthWorks is trying to work with, foundations for additional dollars and support. So really having um, a handful of key individuals that you've worked with before and that can really help navigate this conference for somebody who's still new with me, but also having an idea of some of those people that you would like to get connected with, because I think that's the other big thing that I've seen is people do want to help each other out. They yeah. really do find joy and like, hey, who, everybody has asked me so far, hey, who can I help connect connect you with. Who up here can help growth works? And I think people genuinely, it's not just about them and what they're trying to get out of this conference themselves personally or their organization. They want to see that good spread out. They know they've benefited from this conference, and they want to help people that are new or just people in new ways get connected up here on Mackinac. That's going to help all of us. Any
1: last tips for anybody now coming for the first time? Now that you've come to this conference for their first time, what would you say to
4: them? Don't be intimidated by it as much as it may seem a little intimidating. And don't be afraid to just walk up to somebody. Somebody, whether it's someone you you recognize them from back at home or their organization and their business or maybe someone you don't know um I think we all could take lessons from kids on the playground where they're not really sh- scared or shy and they're willing to go up to anybody and just play I think that we lose that a little bit as adults and if we would just be willing to shake that hand and say hey like what's your name and how can we work together I think we could really learn a lot
1: that's that's great advice what a great analogy Laura Reiners thank you so much for joining us here in your community thank you so we're continuing our conversation here on Mackinac Island at the Detroit Regional Chamber of Commerce Annual Policy Conference. And I'm sitting here having a breakfast and coffee with the president and CEO of the Better Business Bureau of Eastern Michigan, Michigan. Melanie Ducanel, is with us. And, Melanie, you're not... Um, Um, new to this conference. You've been to this many times and probably one of the many masters of networking and (laughs) collaborating, but I like to get styles and techniques from different people. What, What would you say your style of networking is?
5: I'd have to say, I always look for the persons that's standing by themselves. So last night, I actually yeah. ended up talking to somebody who runs the National um, Union for Newspaper oh. Printers. Oh. And it was just, it was very interesting to talk to him. We had lots of great conversation about employee issues and those kind of things. So you try to find something that's important to that person you've just met. You know is it employment is it you know their first time at the event and if so what can you introduce them to my biggest strength i believe is that i try to connect people mm-hmm. i try to go through my rolodex in my head and go you need to meet blah 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 yeah. and um and having that passion to want to do that really drives me but not everybody is a natural networker. So finding those outliers, you know, just kind of hugging the wall and bringing them out into the into the fray is always a very rewarding
1: That's situation. really um, servant leadership. Uh, I mean, really, it is <laughs> thinking about others. And one of the things that I noticed that you do really well that I actually talk to my clients about is that. You do a great job in the introductions Mm -hmm. when you introduce people. You don't just say, hi, this is Mary, Mary, meet Bob. It's, hi, Bob, meet Mary. Do you know she works at this company? This is who she knows. This Mm -hmm. is who she works with. You might have something interesting in common with her because you do this. And then you really go into somebody's background. Is this something you always used to do? Or when did you start doing that?
5: I'd probably have to say when I got a little bit more comfort in talking to people, you know, so networking is something you have to develop. It's not something that happens overnight, but if you don't give basis of who that person is, it's hard to one, remember their name next time. And if, but if you have what your personal connection was with them, you'll remember their name. Um, And we're meeting so many people this week. So if you don't have that, human connection beyond the name, it's really difficult to figure out what can I do with that person going forward? Where can I advance my objective or advance theirs? Yeah, that's great. That's a good
1: point. So you've been to this conference several times. For somebody who's never been, what would you say is a great way to approach it?
5: Look at the attendee list ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Look at it. Is there anybody that you know personally that may have already been here before? get a hold of them tell them you want to meet up on the island the other thing is is that what is your objective to attend the conference are you looking for a specific introduction and again by looking at that attendee list and finding somebody that might have a con- connection to that person makes it a lot easier to make that that uh relationship happen yeah um uh, but Preparation is probably your biggest thing for this Mm. conference. How
1: has it been fruitful for you over the years?
5: Just getting people to understand that, one, the Better Business Bureau is alive and well. Yeah. (laughs) um, Two, that uh, I'm here to make that connection, to Mm. help people, you know, again, do I consider myself a servant leader? Not necessarily, but I do, again like making those connections. That rewards my soul.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then um, you also have different things going on in the Better Business Bureau. Uh, you know, things evolve over time. Do you come here with specific messages of what's going on in the Better Business Bureau as well? Like what's the
5: latest right. thing that you're doing? So I did two interviews yesterday with media. Mm. Um, one was up in Port Huron, the other one was in Lansing and talking about what can we do to to protect seniors but more importantly, what do we do to protect our high school seniors? Because the mobile or smartphone uh, is kind of a dumb phone because uh, <laughs> you can't believe everything that's on that phone. That's a, So give me, let me a little bit on that. So, <laughs> so uh, the most likely to be scammed and lose money, not necessarily big piles of money. But, but some money. Are millennials, Gen Zs and Gen Ys because they have that phone. They don't do their homework to make sure that it's not a scam. They want instant gratification and I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy here but they're just so accustomed to driving the reward as quickly as possible that makes sense that makes sense
1: any last words to our listeners about uh, networking and connecting and collaborating
5: with others have fun Mm
1: -hmm. it is
5: fun Mm -hmm. and learning about other people and really having that desire to know that people are different but yet we still have a lot of connections that we need to to grow yeah
1: that's great melanie duke and from the better business bureau thank you so much thank you and thanks to all of our guests for joining us here at the mackinac policy conference for this edition of it's your community catching up again with the president and ceo of the midwest independent retailers association bill wild also joining us uh is um Dan from the Livonia Chamber, Stacy from the Sterling Heights Chamber, Melanie Ducanel from the Better Business Bureau, and Laura Reiners as well joining us here today on It's Your Community. Thanks for all of them for meeting with us at the Grand Hotel during the Detroit Regional Chamber Mackinac Policy Conference 2023. And if you have any questions or comments, show topics you want us to get to, you can easily get to me, Vanessa Denhagarmo, you can go to Epiphany Communications and Coaching. You can private email me there. You can go to any of my social media platforms, Vanessa Denhagarmo at Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Epiphany Communications and Coaching on Facebook. As always, we remind you, all of our listeners, to connect, communicate, and to collaborate with your community. We'll catch you next time right here on It's Your Community.
0: It's Your Community, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR.